Okay, dealing with buyer's remorse, buyer's anxiety. Are you going to buy at the top of the market? Have you bought at the top of market? Stay tuned. Let's chat about it. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Burgio, Mark Novak. Why buy at the top of the market? It's probably been on the on everybody's mind for probably the last year and a half. Well, it's always on everyone's mind because you always hear about the market going up or down, top, bottom, bursting. But when we're in a rising market, everyone sort of thinks, oh, I'll wait till it drops. I'll wait till it drops. Why buy at the top? But Mark and I are going to talk a little bit about this morning about why people are buying now and what's the mindset, even if you admit to yourself, this is the top of the market, why would you still buy? Um, Mark, let's let's get through it, but how do you know it's the top? Is there a, <laughs> I think it's the biggest question. Yeah, I don't think you ever know. Oh, I don't think you ever know. So but, then why would um, someone buy now? Like Newport's gone up 70%. Why would someone buy a house right now? Do you know what? It's time in the market. Timing. What's that saying again? There's a, there's a it's saying. Not, it's, it's not timing the market. It's time in the market. So it's not about buying in March or April when the percent goes up or down. It's about being in it for a decade or two decades or three decades. Absolutely. So, and at the end of the day, if uh, we, no, we don't know where we are. Are we at the peak? Are we get you know is the peak in three years' time? Who knows? But what we do know is that if you sell peak to peak, you're doubling your price. Uh, so it doesn't. It's sort of irrelevant whether where you know where you are. And I think, like Luke said, if you can get that finance, just you just go for it. Top, middle, bottom of the market, wherever you may be. Um, that's what I reckon. Yeah, and I think you've got to look at it from a two aspects. Let's say, one, you just don't know if it is the top, so it could go down after you buy it or up, but you've got to look at, I think, a few reasons. Why the market keeps going up decade after decade and decade. And and then that can, I think, when people always try and predict it goes down, they, they're trying to predict it on emotion, like the sentiment. Sentiment's a big one. When sentiment's strong, it does fluctuate the market. But sentiment is not the foundation of the market. Now, these I'll list five things which I believe are the foundation of our strong property market, which is we've seen tremendous growth. And when they change, then they may have proper effects on the market, not swings because the media says things are bad. So access to credit has been a big one. We saw in 2018-19 when they tightened up credit that we saw a downturn in market. But, so that's a big one. Yep. Population huge. growth. Population growth is huge. Northern Beaches, DY, for instance, Mark, over the last sort of 10 years, has gone from, I think, 17,000 population to 26,000 population. Now, when you combine population growth with planning controls, because if you have really strong population growth, but you can build a lot of units, then it sort of counteracts itself out. But Australia, Northern Beaches, we have very strong population, 
growth, but we also have very tight planning controls. I'll just go through the other two, and Mark, it, and, and it, your view. And even yep. and that's um, that population growth, I, I think that's DY you're referring to the northern beaches as a whole as something like 240,000, but the population growth bringing immigrants in has always, always stabilised up our economy. I think we're doing about three to 400,000 people a year, but it's stopped the last year or two. But certainly when that tap turns back on, off it goes again, and that, stimu that stimulates the property market again. Yeah, and then the last two, I reckon, are our pillars is our tax policies. Our tax policy, especially for investors, is, yeah. is great incentive to buy property. For a lot of people who don't own a business and you want to reduce your tax, which who doesn't? Money to the government. Everyone's Most people's mentality is I'll spend it better than the government. Um, yep. is heavily weighted towards um, buying property, tax write-offs, painting. So that's a huge one. And our economy and government has been pro-property, pro-property tax dedu dedu uh, deductions. Now, this fourth one, this last one, Mark. And, and, the, gro um, and, the, growth in your, and the growth in your property is not taxed. So yes. it's the only – it's pretty much the only way in the country that you can make money and not be taxed for it. It's the only method, which is owning your own home. So that's the government again. Do you want to go into detail of that? Big what do you yeah, mean? So, it, so basically, if you own a house and you buy the house for five hundred thousand, and the house and you live in the house for a couple of years, that five hundred thousand growth that you made out in your house, because you've lived in it, does not get taxed straight into your back pocket. It's the only way in the country to make money without paying tax, and that's that is just such a stimulus for people to and motivated for people to own their own property. It's just huge, and that's like you said, that's huge because if you earn five hundred grand as an income, yeah. you probably pay 48 percent tax. That's two hundred fifty k as a business. You're paying twenty seven percent. Like it's two hundred fifty to four hundred thousand dollars saving to buy a property. So when people say, I'm not buying property, I'm going to buy shares, I'm going to do this. Well, that's great, but you're going to be missing out over that decade. I can get that argument maybe for your other investments, but we've got other pressures which can counteract that with the tax deduction. So it's very pro-property. Now, the fifth one, which we sort of knew, but it only really, the penny dropped when I was thinking about this morning, is the age pension. And especially growing with the the older population because with the pension, how it works, think of your parents or your grandparents, if they have, if they own their home, could be worth $5 million, but they don't have much liquid cash, they can still get their pension for whatever it is. But if they sell the property to downsize to an apartment and they've got a million bucks cash, then they um, lose their pension or get, get a lot less. So you see a lot of, um, older people, they don't sell their home, which then creates less stock on the market. And in, when when you think about it, Mark, if people were living to 70 from retiring at 65, 60 to 65, passing away at 70, house comes on the market with the kids. Now the age, I think the average age is like 75, going up to 80, like we're living longer. So that means that that property, instead of coming on, the, that, that property is gonna stay in the family for potentially five to 15 years longer, creating less stock for the market. 
it's a big one, you know. And you know, for families, I, I think, um, for as a government, to it, it just it that creates stability. The that having it in aged care for that long, like it's these people are going to own it for 40, 50 years. These properties sit on it and absolutely um, enjoy, you know. I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing, though, Burge. I, I'd rather see these guys getting into, thinking about it now, I'd rather see these guys get into a unit, cash out, and um, and leave it for a large family. Do you know what I mean? Because they... Yes. It's it's one... Like, you imagine Grandma living in this on this big block of land and then you get a family of four living in a unit worrying about affordability, so... I know there's been some moves towards it, but they, they're, they're really good things you brought up today. Get into, to get into the property market, I think it's time in the market, not timing. Uh, it's time in the market. How long have you got your money in there? And the, a layer upon layer upon layer, I think if you can keep chipping away, chipping away, buying property, um, you know, we all do um, in, in the office. And it's, it's really... Um, it's financial. I know it sounds really gay, but financial freedom is, you know, everyone goes, oh, look, I don't know about that. But, you know, it, it's it's important, I think. It's really, really important. And and not only that, it pays itself off if you're doing investment properties or if you're putting more, if you're upgrading your home, uh, it's, there's no tax there. You know, it, it's, it's just incredible incentives to do it in the Australian property market. It's got to be one of the best property markets in the world. We are blessed it's underneath our nose. Yeah, and I think the sixth point there is sentiment. And what we what we see fluctuate more often than not is sentiment. And the, the pillars, the foundation of our strong growth don't change too often with what we've listed there. So the media jump on sentiment at your local barbecue. Well you're yeah. talking about sentiment. When you see the auction rates, which are flawed, that's sentiment. It's all sentiment. So when people think, why buy at the top? It may be the top for this month, maybe at the top for this year or the next two years. But while we still have those five pillars pushing our property market up, then it won't be the top for long. So you have to live somewhere. At the moment with, with rates so low, it's cheaper to buy than rent. So you've got to make it your decision. Yeah, so I think... I wish there was a, a, a way to digitally measure sentiment in the marketplace, but, you know, it's one of those things that makes you feel warm and fuzzy, but certainly that sentiment is a powerful thing, guys and girls. Like if you're, you know, if you can, if you can work out what drives sentiment up or down, uh, what are the, you know, what are the drivers full stop and you, and you can, that you can apply that, but that principle to, for instance, the property market, that's really powerful, but, you know, like who would have bloody thought that it, the sentiment created in the last year or two would have driven prices like it has? You know, it's just who would have read that play? You know, prior to COVID, it's it's unbelievable. It's crazy, but I think that's a wrap, and I think I hope that hopefully that helps someone tag someone in, and yeah, we're back tomorrow morning. Just get in there, buy. That's why. See you later.